This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. July 6th, Wednesday. They're calling her Coma Girl, Sydney shrieked. My mom gasped. Who is calling my daughter such a vile name? A man named David Spooner, who is apparently vying to be my attorney, coughed lightly. Actually, everyone. It started on social media, and now the mainstream media is picking up on it. But if it's any consolation, Mrs. Kemp, people seem to be using it as a term of endearment. It isn't, my mother chirped. What am I looking at here? These are mentions of hashtag Comagirl across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Oh my God, Sydney said. She's trending on Twitter on the East Coast. And gaining momentum, he said. Wow, if I'd known a coma was the fast lane to popularity, I might have conked myself on the head in high school. This is why the phone is ringing nonstop at home, my dad said. I finally unplugged it. You should change your phone number, David Spooner said. A rap on the door sounded. Then a man said, flower delivery for coma girl. Her name is Marigold Kemp my mother corrected, but you may bring them in. All of them? How many are there? My father asked. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven bouquets of flowers? Sydney asked with a croak. And eleven planters. See what I mean? David Spooner said. Yes, bring them in for now. We'll sort them out later. But I don't understand why anyone would be interested in marigold my mom said. She's nobody. Thanks, mom. Sometimes things in the media just catch fire, Spooner said, and the fact that a professional athlete is involved in this situation makes it more juicy. Look at these Facebook posts, Sydney said. A woman created a Coma Girl logo and someone else created a Coma Girl cartoon character. Oh, well, now that's just wrong, my mother said. Actually, it sounded kind of cool to me. They're making a mockery of Marigold, Sydney said. What can we do to stop it? I don't think you can stop it, Spooner said. I think it would be better to try to manage it. If you bring me on board, I'll help you. How? My dad asked. First, you'll need a family spokesperson. A spokesperson? My mom said with a laugh. Why? The public is clamoring for information about Marigold. Left to their own devices, they'll simply make things up. A family spokesperson can help to manage public opinion, which will be especially important if Keith Young is brought up on charges and goes to trial. You mean when Keith Young goes to trial, my sister corrected. You've heard from the district attorney? Spooner asked. Not yet. Sydney admitted. This case doesn't seem to be a priority, my dad added. If you bring me on, I'll apply as much professional pressure as I can to get things moving. You would be our spokesperson? my mother asked. If you wish, but it would be best if it's a member of the family. Well, that would be Sydney, of course, my dad said. <laughs> 
if she's willing, I think Sydney would be an excellent choice, Spooner said, and I could hear male appreciation in his voice. What would that mean exactly? Sydney asked. It means you'll keep the media and public updated on Marigold's condition and let everyone know how much the family appreciates the concern and support. We'll hold periodic press conferences, and you'll take control of Marigold's social media. With my help, of course. We're in over our heads, my dad said. I suppose we do need some guidance here. Would any of that help to light a fire under the D.A.? My mother asked. I believe so, yes, Spooner said. The D.A. has to be concerned about public perception, especially in an election year. There was a pause in the conversation where I imagined my family was trying to decide what to do about me. If at any time you want to suspend our relationship, that would be fine. Spooner added, or if Marigold wakes up, of course, she can make decisions for herself. If Marigold wakes up, my mother said, hush, Carrie, my dad said, she's going to wake up. But meanwhile, Spooner said, you need to take steps to protect her and to protect your family. You can bet Keith Young has a dozen attorneys working on his behalf. He's convincing for sure, but I could sense my family's reluctance, their bewildered resentment for having to deal with this. Okay, my dad said, sounding exasperated. You're hired. Good, the man said, then clapped his hands. I'll need to know everything about Marigold, all about her job, where she lives, who her friends are. A yawning silence descended. I visualized the expressions on my family's faces because they don't know anything about my life. Not only had they never been to my apartment, but I'm pretty sure they don't even know the physical address. Okay, we'll do that later, Spooner said, obviously trying to cover the awkward moment. The first thing I'm going to do is talk to the hospital administrator about tightening security for this room. Do you think Marigold is in danger? My dad asked. Not physically, Spooner said, but this morning someone posted this picture of her. My mother gasped again. That was taken in this room, my dad said. You can tell by the machine behind Marigold's head. It's a very unflattering photograph, Sidney said. Oh, great. Someone on staff probably took it, Spooner said. A memory stirred, but lay there, quivering. Anxiety fogged my broken brain. All I knew was I had some idea of who might have done it, but I couldn't conjure up their identity. Hi there. This is Stephanie Bond author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. The drama keeps building, doesn't it? If you're enjoying the story, I hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts to help more people find Coma Girl. Thank you so much. And come back tomorrow for another can't-miss episode of Coma Girl. Coma Girl.